I see some red under your eyes. I smell herbs and spices in this car. Did you get a pizza? No, sir. Did no, you sir. get yourselves a nice yummy pizza? No, sir. Then what's Wait. that smell? What's that herb smell I smell right now? No. You know what I think when I pull over two sweet peaches like you? Woo! Woo! It's gonna be a bumpy ride. You know what would happen to you if I took you down to jail for the night? Put you in lockup with some hardened criminals? Would you like that? No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't like that. You know what they would do to you, a college graduate like you? They'd take your diploma and they'd rip it up. Right in front of you. something um that i saw so i this is the the thing that made me feel like a little bit better about humanity on on uh on reddit the other day that uh it was it was a gender reveal and you know i've seen some terrible ones i saw one it was i i don't know what country it is i don't want to speculate but they did their gender reveal by basically polluting a nearby waterfall with dye so that eventually the waterfall color would be, it's a boy. And I was like, it's fucking blue already. Why did you just, you assholes. You start seeing dead fish come down. The, no. um, but I saw one that was so much better. And it was this, this uh, husband and wife who hired, I think they hired these people. One of them could have been the husband. I don't know. But it was two wrestlers. <laughs> okay, I'm I, I'm in. Like 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 wrestling, like not real wrestling, wrestling. Yeah, indie wrestling. And uh, they were they were putting on a show. One of them wearing the blue leotard, and one of them wearing a pink one. And whoever put the other guy through the table, that was the gender. <laughs> <laughs> whoever gets put through the table, it's a girl. <sighs> he just grabs the dude by the neck, chucks him through the table, and they know they're having a girl. Lay your ass down for the three second tan. And uh, yeah. And then pinned him. Nice. Yep. yep. You and have I was to. Like, you have to pin. And it made me ask the question. I was like, that's fantastic. How would you gender reveal? Like, you know. How would I gender reveal? I would travel forward into the future to a dystopian world <laughs> and determine the gender that way. It's oddly specific. And meet my horribly fucked up progeny who looks at me and is like, everything is terrible here. Donald Trump did get reelected. This is what happened. This For the, the love of timeline. God, carry my message back to the past, Dad, and prevent all of this, please. For me, your child. And then he comes back and everyone's like, what did you see? And he goes... It's a girl. <laughs> Yay. Cut to credits. <clears throat> I mean, that's pretty brutal. That's how I would do it. I mean, that's oddly specific. Yeah. It involves time travel. Yes, exactly. It was something slightly more feasible. It's but the most extravagant way. It's like, all right, so we, we find a dormant volcano. <laughs> You're going to put me into a medical coma. Yeah. Um, how will you achieve this? You'll toss me the toaster while I'm in the tub. Yeah. When you wake up, there's toast. And whatever color the toast is, it's the gender. <laughs> Yay. How'd you get blue toast? A lot of fungus. Be sure to resuscitate me with this device. Pink toast, also fungus. Well, that's a bacteria, really. It's bacteria. Pink toast, also fungus would be a great band name. Pink toast, also fungus? That's, that's a very fun. math rock band name. Yeah, that's a weird one. I don't know. Yeah, they, they got to play math rock. Pink toast, also yeah. fungus. Very talking heads. So what I'm going to do is we're going to get a ballistics vest made, right? It's kind of going to be like those exploding 
targets they make, but not that big. It's going to be more of a confetti. And uh, I'm going to get one of my closest friends, or perhaps my wife. I don't know. <laughs> I would say wife. It's a good thing yeah. you can do together. Listen, I'm not having this child out of wedlock. Okay. Um, isn't that that's what it means when you're not married? I, I'm not having a bastard. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> great. The this more is, efficient way to say it is I ain't going to father no goddamn bastard. <laughs> it's great. In this weird world where I've knocked someone up, <laughs> you're taking the moral high road. Yeah. This when I, I had an oopsie. So we're, we're putting on a ballistic woman vest, of her. and somebody's taking that nice. It's like a 45 Magnum, really aggressive round, and uh, no 44 Magnum. Fuck it. And um, you shoot the ballistics vest. Make sure you get it right, and it's gonna pop. And we're gonna know the gender from that. Isn't that fun? Oh, it's gonna be like a squib. Yeah, it's gonna be like a squib. Oh, that's nice. Poof, and we just kind of hope that the the bullet. I mean, the, the vest works. Oh, what does red mean? Oh, no. Oh, dear. It's a, a trip to the hospital. <laughs> oh, I thought it meant she was trans. <laughs> oh, no. No, it means I'm dying, Uncle Uncle Peepaw. It's, yeah, it was, it was the blue. Oh, what does purple mean? It means it's a boy and the vest didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> it means it's a boy and call an ambulance. <laughs> That's great. So I saw that. I thought that was pretty fun. That is legitimately... An incredible gender reveal. Well, if you're going to do it, you got to do it with the tongue and firmly planted in cheek. It's always better. Um, the only the only gender reveals that are better than that are the ones that are balloons that just fly away when they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I, I remember when it was just cutting a cake. Like, that's yeah. all it was. You cut it. Oh, it's blue or it's red or pink, whatever. Boy or girl. How fun. Every now and then the woke crew comes up and it's green. Look at that. We're not trying to. Yeah. We're just happy it's a healthy child. <gasps> You know, we're not putting labels on things. Thank you. And everyone goes, this was a fucking way. Fuck you, Gary. Yeah, thanks. I, just, I was, I was, they were, they were going to watch football, but. You asked me what a feasible one I would do would be now that I think about it. <laughs> I would get Preston Lacey from Jackass to put a little balloon full of powder up his ass and whatever color he farts out into my wife's face <laughs> is the gender. Great. That's what I would do. Are you listening, ladies? <laughs> I mean that's cool. You got you got a celebrity involved. It's got probably a little bit of poo. Really, really nice gender. There reveal. might be a fleck or two. I mean, the man clearly does not keep a healthy diet. Now, I'd like to think that when he just he poops out and it just you can't tell what color it is. <laughs> <laughs> There's no. You didn't think it through. You didn't get something strong enough. It's just a balloon covered in shit that yeah. shoots out of his head. <laughs> it just it just kind of hits the ground sadly, and and you got to dig in there. <laughs> Somebody stomp on it to get the powder to come out. Yep. Uncle so Peepaw, no. Yeah, that's good. All right, we send drills to the moon. <laughs> uh, we find Walt Disney's preserved head. Somewhere out there, cryogenically frozen. Mm, good for him. Is that true or not? Is that? That can't I be don't true. Know. Look, cryogenics are an interesting thing, but it's basically, like, you imagine the gamble that you would have to go through to, to pick a cryogenics company. What's your revenue stream look like? <laughs> Really? I pay you once? Like, how does that work? Because what happens if you're in the company that goes under? Also, there's like so many problems with like all like we're so like we're mostly water and water expands when it freezes. So that basically just like destroys your brain the second they freeze you. Like, how does that work? Well, that's that's the question is, has anything ever been successfully brought back from cryogenic freezing that wasn't like a stock of broccoli? Fuck 
No. Okay. Now then. there are there's like a species of frog, I believe, that <clears throat> can go through the freezing process. It's built to freeze its blood or something yeah. like that. It's built in a certain way that's like it's it's a version of hibernation, you know. And we do have species of animals that are essentially immortal. You know, they talk about lobsters and how they die really from the stress of molting rather than old age or mm. organ failure, things like that. Which I don't know. Uh, I, it seems like if molting, like, isn't that like? Wouldn't you consider that an organ? And maybe there's a different specification for like what that is, because that sounds like organ failure, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you die <laughs> from the process, and then there's a, like a species of jellyfish that are essentially immortal because they revert back to their adolescent phase and continue their life cycle. Interesting. A lot of college kids do that too. Yeah. Fucking socialists. <laughs> 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 Fucking leftists. Fucking assholes. Yeah, go pro go protest Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos again. Fucking, he's a good man. <laughs> Turn <laughs> no, it all around. No, he's not. Yeah. Oh uh, no, he's not. Well, if we're talking about animals, I want to uh, actually. This dovetails nicely with something that I wanted to ask you. Uh huh. Do you have like a super traumatic animal experience in your life? I've been bitten by a dog. Okay. Uh, I was petting a dog at a friend's. Like, um, I'll tell you who it was uh, later. Uh, but when I was younger, uh, my parents were friends with their parents and we went over to their house and I was petting their dog and it was like sleeping <laughs> and it didn't like that. So it, it bit me on the forehead. Ow. Got me right here up in my right top of my forehead. And that scared the shit out of me. I also, when I was younger, got chased up a tree at my great grandparents house. Now, uh, my parents house, um, got chased up a tree there, which they cut down years later. I was so sad. What chased you up the tree? D- d- a dog. Oh, neighbor dog. dog. Mm. Yeah, chases up the tree was barking at us. I think it might have been more than one, but yeah, chases up a tree. A pack of wild dogs on didn't didn't know that they were friendly, so weren't weren't gonna you know come down, especially because they chases up a fucking tree. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any other crazy animal like fucked up animal stories. Just traumatic, yeah. Whether it's like something you <laughs> witnessed, something that happened to you, just like the most traumatic animal interaction you've had. I mean, those were probably some of the more traumatic interactions. I remember a pretty traumatic interaction was when I found out I was allergic to cats when I was like real young, and we went over to one of my aunt's places, and she had a lot of cats. <laughs> and at a certain point, I just fucking died, and just like didn't know what was going on. It was just like ah, just a whole like breathe through your mouth, kind of like oh god, just hit me. the first time. The allergy hit me. My God, man, it was bad. We got the fuck out of there. Um, so that was pretty traumatic in a certain sense. Um, I'll take that. That counts. That sounds fucked up. That's the first time you find out you're allergic. Yeah, is you when you're. That's like the guy him. who found out he was diabetic by peeing in the lady's mouth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that's a scary time <laughs> for it to have apple juice. What? <laughs> <laughs> piss tastes like birthday cake. Yep. Date doctors, people. Um, <laughs> date doctors who like pee-pee. Yeah, I guess. pee fetishists really yeah. are top-notch. Well, well, who would have known what a help that is, apparently? Uh, I'm trying to think. Any other traumatic animal stories? I mean, you, the first time you see a rat in the subway is always kind of fucked up. But I, at a certain point, I'd be like, where are you going, rat? Like, we did that. It was like the Disney musical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's always fun. I'm going to the Bronx. <laughs> I've got some pizza. <laughs> I'm going to fuck it <laughs> and then sleep inside it. And then the train runs that rat over. Uh, but yeah, I, yeah, you get desensitized to that. So, but that was weird the first time until like, again, like you're there a year later and you're like, where are you going, rat? What are your dreams? Talk to me. Yeah. Talk to me. Rat. I know if I tried to pet you, uh, you'd be a little more oily than I like and you'd probably bite me. But And, and then scream, fuck yeah, you. I'm sure we could have been friends in a different world. 
It's um, just Fievel, but it's a foul-mouthed subway rat from the Bronx. I wouldn't know if it it's was movie. traumatic, but when I was younger, we had goldfish that we got at the Tunbridge Fair, and uh, we put them into tap water. <laughs> they died pretty quick. Rookie mistake. So that was pretty traumatic. Yeah. I thought you were going to say you like left them in the sun and they cooked alive or something. No. The tap water. Rookie no, it was mistake. just, we just do tap it. water. Rookie mistake. Parents didn't know better. You yeah. know. What chemicals are you using? Chemicals, you say? Uh, the fluoride in the city water? They were in a goldfish bowl. <laughs> Is there any sort of aeration? Come again? <laughs> they were in a goldfish they bowl. They were in a goldfish bowl. <laughs> Such good pet owners. Uh, what happened to the bunny? Bunny? Oh, right. We bought a fuck. Check under the couch. <laughs> no. Just a bunny skeleton. I found the bunny. Yeah, yeah. I put my hands with the bunny. <laughs> I found Lop Lop. Um, all right, but we'll take those. Like, we'll take like pet deaths and stuff off the table because that's always traumatic. Uh, did you have any like really crazy weird pet stories? I one time saw uh, the neighbor dog get hit by a car. Mm. That fucked me up. Okay, they're all coming back. <laughs> they're all coming back now. Bad, you me. bad fucking neighbors. Shitty, shitty neighbors. Yikes. Kids my age couldn't go play with them. Didn't understand why until older, like I was older. But it was the kind of thing like I went over to a birthday party and mom decided to go take a nap and left all of us super young down in front of the Nintendo because we'll be fine. Yeah. Gampy's there watching. Gampy's asleep and probably has had a little bit of the old corn whiskey in him. I was going to say take a nap in the middle of the day. Yeah. At the birthday party. Mm. Yeah. He was... Look at those marks on mommy's arm. But they used to just let their dog not give a fuck in traffic. And this was not a, like, a, it wasn't a major roadway, but for where I grew up, it was, it might as well have been, you know, um, like it led to the school. So some one day uh, was driving a little too fast on that road and just smoked that fucking dog when I was just out there watching it. Like for whatever reason, it was after school and. I was just out there watching that dumb fucking dog just trot itself across the street, not giving a fuck, not caring. Where's the family? Where are the people? And they just, boom, you hear the car screech, smack the dog, and then I watch that thing fly. I watch that thing slide. And I heard it. And then I went inside and rationalized that I just watched my neighbor's dog die, Uh, which is tough to do at like seven, you know, six, seven years old. Um, after you had like you come home from school la 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 what's bullying i don't know what that is yet screech boom okay <laughs> go inside no context for that i believe the dog did live um uh amazingly like they casted it up broke some ribs real good broke a leg i think and i mean but it, i think the dog lived um but yeah, good times. So yeah. that they're all coming out. That was a twist. I'm trying to think if there's any more traumatic. It's gonna be one of those things. Like, well, I think about the. Book. Oh God, this thing! <laughs> I had an iguana when I was five. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you because I mean, like, I I spent time with like weird family members and stuff. I remember the time that uh, one of my cousins caught a fish, and uh, was rationalizing to like eat them. Like, had one of those things like you keep them in the water and they're still kind of on the hook, so they're just kind of sitting there and they can't get away. And we would try to free him when he wasn't looking. But, uh, you know, one time he, like, caught a fish and, like, grabbed it because he was showing us the scales and stuff and fucked around with it too much and threw it back in the water and it couldn't swim anymore. It was, like, floating. So watching a fish slowly die while your stupid fucking cousin tries to shove it under the water saying it's fine as his hands are still glittery from its scales. At, again, a very young age. Also pretty fucking weird. (laughs) 
I had a weird childhood, man. <laughs> Sounds like it. I'm starting to read. I'm starting to remember a bunch of shit that is starting to make a lot more sense. I think I really found your nougaty center here of trauma, <laughs> dude. So many more, I'm sure. Uh, and this is only animal related. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We've already done the women episode. Mm-hmm. Women have done a real number on you. Oh, Sounds yeah. like animals have too. Oh, sure. Everything. Uh, let's just break me apart. <laughs> it's a tough pull. It's fine. One day, this is, one day, some people will come across and say, Jesus Christ, it's fine. I'm fine, kind of, whatever. Shut up. What about you? <laughs> um, I got bit on the penis by a goose once. That was Ooh, pretty bad. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's more comical, though. Like that's my, I saw a traumatic experience when I watched the <laughs> slow mortality of an animal over the course of several hours, and you're like, a goose bit my penis. Yeah, Ooh. but you ever been bit on the dick by a goose, Roy? I don't think goose so. Goose are fucking vicious. They're mean. Oh, they're awful. So I was like three years old, and my grandparents had that farm, and their neighbor had a goose, and if you're yeah. hanging out on a farm, I don't know if you know this, but usually if you're three years old and you're hanging out on a farm, you're hanging acorn pretty regularly. You're just kind of <laughs> running, around, running around naked. Running around in your underwear. <laughs> you just run around naked a lot. Yep. And uh, I was really excited about this goose because it was around the time Babe had just come out. And there was Ferdinand the duck. And I was like, that, he was that so shitty cool. duck was yeah. in there. It's comical. It's so so all I see is a duck. And I like run at this thing just excited to see it. Because he's going to talk to you and become your friend. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me secrets, duck. <laughs> Let me tell you about Helter Skelter. Uh. Yeah, I, I was like <laughs> so excited to meet this goose. I was goosed up to meet the goose. And like as I was running towards him, arms outstretched, totally exposed, this thing just went, just bit me on the little penis. <laughs> just honked at you. <laughs> <and fucking> just, <laughs> <laughs> just snapped my goods, And man. that's why I have half a penis today. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a this lot is, that day. This is the story I tell all my girlfriends. You guys, yeah, it's like you should know something before this night goes any further. Yeah. I did get bit on the penis by a goose when I was a child. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to tell you what it looks like, but, but it's not good. It's different. <laughs> it kind of resembles a goose now. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that, that sucked. Yeah, so you got bit on the penis by a goose. Yeah. Uh, any other? Well, we already know the traumatic experience of the potbelly pig. Yes, the potbelly pig who who suffered a very like Stephen King esque yeah. Clive Barker. You know, if fate. you don't, if you don't know that story, uh, listeners, you got to go back and listen to some back catalog. It's in one of them. Go back in the archives to the story, the sad tale of Sparkler the pig. I love how we like have like a good description of what the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, this happened. Somewhere back in the lore. Yeah, it's definitely in there somewhere. We can go back and recount all of them one day. Think how long it would take to catalog the different conversations we have in each episode. Yeah, holy shit. We need several interns for that. I'm yeah. not doing that. I sure lived it once. It's bad enough. There'd be several points where it just is, uh, Rory and Alex ramble. <laughs> just six minutes. No discernible point. Just like an omnibus of us yeah. saying nothing at all. No discernible conclusion, yeah. That would be fun. Someone with more time on their hands should. They should make like Star Trek Omnibus. Anytime we mention Star Trek, Marvel Ooh. Omnibus. Good luck. Just collect all our material. Shows that were actually good. Star Trek reference. <laughs> it's an hour <laughs> long video. Yep. Um, Sir. Yep. Yeah. That would be good. Uh, so any others? You didn't ever have any other crazy? Uh... I would say to, to get the hat trick, the trifecta was watching my hamster get that tub. Uh, bulgy eye disease that they get that slowly kills oh, them. Oh, yeah, and it like, just like pops out. David Cronenberg body horror thing where, yep. yeah, my hamster's eyes just grew until they exploded out of her skull, and that didn't even kill her. Sweet. She lived before we figured out what was going on, and we're like, oh, no, oh. and then died several hours later from yep. a raging infection. Ooh, yeah, that's tough. 
Christmas. I, I got another one. I mean, okay, so I got two more that were kind of weird. Um, I watched one of my uncles grow chickens from little chicks, little baby chicks, right? Oh, no. Like having one that like we weren't sure was going to make it, you know, like we had to put the heat, like the heat lamp over all of them. One had to have like a special spot, you know, we were going to watch it, take care of it. Uh, he ate those chickens. He <laughs> ate them all. So that was fucked up. Like watching those chickens grow up from little baby, from, from eggs to little baby chicks to full grown chickens. To one day they were gone. You witnessed their entire life cycle. It's like Sparkle with a Pig. Yeah. And I didn't watch the murder, obviously. Right. You know, but that's most assuredly what happened to them. But a pet got eaten. Yes. I know what that's like. Um, and I, I didn't see them a ton, you know, but I saw them in their stages. Yeah. Um, so that happened. I, and uh, one time I was with my cousins. Uh, we were in Connecticut. And uh, I can't remember where we were going or where we were coming from. Probably like, went to the store to buy some candy or something stupid, you know. And uh, as we were walking back, we saw two birds fighting in a tree. What were they fighting over? Who knows? They were birds. But they were fighting. And one of them lost. And they both fell into the road. And one of them flew away. And one of them could not. And we were like, oh, God, we should probably help that little bird. And before we could, a car drove by as the bird was trying to fly away. And it jumped right up into its undercarriage. And that was the last of the bird. There was a little bit of the bird left, but most of that bird was in that guy's undercarriage now. Yeah, good night, Irene. And again, at a very young age, this was somewhat difficult to handle. Sure. Uh, so that was another one. <laughs> I just came... wanted an A and W root beer. That one came to mind. Remember crying. I was young enough where I could still cry. <laughs> where I still remember what tears were like. Without it like being an emotional transference onto a movie, <laughs> of course. <laughs> like, um, what's that one? Homeward Bound. Yeah. Oh Any God. Anytime the animals are in peril in that one. Oh Wolf. God. Yeah. I'll, I'll shed a tear for that. I'll shed a tear for fake animals on a TV screen any day. Anytime the animated mouse from fucking Solar Opposites yeah. get, gets me misty. Only time. Only time in real world is real animals. Yeah, you're right. Um, other than that, everybody else, I don't give a shit. <laughs> Isn't that great? Yeah. I have such humanity. Fuck them. Um. So yeah, that I'm trying to think if there's any other crazy ones. They're all, they're all again, they're all just coming to me. Uh, I think that was it, right? Maybe. Did you have you had two? You had your your, your pig and your goose penis. It was pretty much yeah. It was um, goose. Oh, penis. And, and hamster, hamster bulge. Yeah, goose <laughs> goose penis, hamster bulge, and um, uh, sparkler murder. <laughs> sparkler <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that's tough, man. That's yeah, tough. some weird stuff. Trying to think if there's any other. I've lived a full life. I'm ready to be done now. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, once you've had your penis bitten by a goose, your perspective on the world changes. It's all downhill from there. You start to understand how the universe works, and we are just a very small, insignificant part of it. I mean, really small. Have you ever tried to conceptualize it? And that's what a, being bitten on the penis by a goose does. Ladies, I'm sorry. You'll never have that moment. In this world, you can either be the goose or you can be the penis. <laughs> Which one are you going to be? What a brilliant metaphor. Goose or penis. I wish that could be the name of the episode, but we would get stricken immediately. It probably is. Um th Which is, it reminds me, actually, I've had two traumatic uh, youthful penis uh -huh. indiscretions. Go on. I fell down when I was... Um, like 18 months, I fell down mm -hmm. the brick stairs at our old house, our first house, yep. and uh, scraped the old acorn up pretty good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's yep. fine now, but... <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. I always wonder if I can have kids from the amount of times I've had my balls hit. A lot of, lot of trauma to the old beanbag and... Yep. I, I saw a thing the other day that said that the world's sperm count 
has declined by 60%. Obviously, they know this because of sperm banks and other things like that. But uh, overall, 60% decline. I mean, just look at the jackass guys. I think it's because of uh, our own damn fault. I think it's, uh, I'm telling you, I played too much soccer and I got hit too many times in the junk playing soccer. Well, we were also the generation Uh, that I think really pioneered like ball torture amongst friends. Sure. Coming up with the game where it's like, hey, if you've got your shoes on in a public place, you're going to get punched in the nuts by your friend. I've said this before, too, where you guys refined the game. You had rules. We didn't have those rules when I was younger. I was a freshman, and that was used as a hazing process by the upperclassmen. And they were the people who taught me the flick your shoe off with your foot and sail that shit from fucking 10 yards you're walking to your fucking locker you don't even see it you look over oh there's pierce hey man and you wave to him and he just goes hey and when his hand goes up your eyes go to his hand and he just with his right foot just goes flick and that shoe just sails like a football across the way and crushes you right in the junk and woe on to the next person because you're definitely going to use that one on somebody else it's too fucking good uh which i did uh, his name was Logan. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. You know who I mean. Absolutely. And he deserved it. <laughs> 100% he did. Um, Can confirm. But years later, you guys developed rules and shit. Like, you could take your shoes off and be a, not be a part of it anymore. God, I wish we'd fucking had that. It had, we got to a point like where we just had to be like, we can't play this game anymore because it hurts too much. Like, that was it. Yeah, I there aren't enough bags of frozen yeah. peas in the nurse's office. I was like, I will not take part in this game. If you guys hit me, we will. We, it, I will hit you with my textbook. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, that's what's going to happen. Slam your fucking head in the yeah. locker. I can't fucking do this anymore. <laughs> oh, so many times. And then like, there was the tragic. I think I also talked about it episodes ago. Find which one, listeners, where I was younger and fucking around on an exercise bike that had a beam that was too high for my legs. Ah, uh, yes. And I, that I went to the hospital for. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the hospital for that one. Yeah. Uh, but I'm okay now. <laughs> uh, but I wonder. I always wonder if I can have kids. Because uh, I've taken so many hits to the nads. It's a distinct concern. We really, again, we really were the generation where it was like in vogue to smash each other's nuts. To like yeah. almost try to inflict damage. Try to get you to the point where it's like, oh, my God, I love this woman. I want to marry her. She changed my mind about children I want to have now. I can't wait to be a dad. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like you have mutant testicles. First of all, one of them withered and died. I don't know if yeah. you noticed that. Oh, yeah. oh, one did feel a little small. The other, It's not there. It's not. You get a little peach pit there. situation yeah. going on. <laughs> Things shriveled like a kidney. <laughs> It's just not. It's the other one's like a fucking quail egg. Yeah. What have you done? Yeah, the other one is aggressively large. Well, I thought that's what happened. Is like it ate the other one, you know? And I figured that was normal. Isn't it normal for both of them to get sucked back up into your body? Yeah, they like they join together like uh, reverse cell division. <laughs> that's a scientific thing, right? Your no. balls are extremely tight, young man. What <laughs> happened to you? Uh, well, it all started in the second grade when I realized I couldn't talk to girls. <laughs> See, I snagged it on a railing and decided to get an ill-advised ball <laughs> lift. What did, the, what did the first comment have to do with that? Nothing. I just wanted you to know where I was at mentally. Any who's Any who's. My weird balls. Yeah. That'll my be the weird episode balls. title, My Weird Balls. <laughs> That's great. That's in many ways the most skimbo title we could have, the most mm-hmm. sophomoric stupid shit yep. of all time. That's not bad. Pretty like good. I'm trying to think of other times I've accidentally had my testicles hit. Obviously, uh, we used to play hacky sack a lot. You'd get nailed there every now and then. Oh, sure. Because people would aim for you. 
that kind of falls into the game though. Um, got some people good. Well, reminiscing. <laughs> so fun. Uh, and there's always the woman who didn't understand it. So thought it was funny mm-hmm. and would hit you. And then you'd go, Oh my God, this hurts more than you can imagine. Go, it doesn't hurt that bad. And then some other guy would walk over and go, yeah, no, it really does though. And they walk away. They go, I don't believe you. And then another person come over and they go, no, really though. It really fucking hurts. And then somebody trying to compare it to childbirth. It's like, but what even fucking is that? Cause that's like 20 hours long. We're not trying to make the comparison. It's like apples and oranges over here except if it was apples and potatoes it's not even fucking that's the the thing is i'm sorry but no guy goes into the argument being like well i tell you what getting hit in the ball sack is way worse than giving birth yeah it's always the ladies who are like well because it's because they know they're (laughs) wrong because they slugged (laughs) you in the nuts well it's because there's no comparison trying to baby face themselves and be like well you don't have to go through a 20-hour labor there was the long argument over whether getting punched in the boob hurt more and i was like i've got boobs right here as well i've got them and yeah, it hurts. It's not like getting punched in your reproductive organs, which for whatever reason, thanks God, hang outside of my body. They're very delicate. They're so delicate. And very available. Oh, God. So available. Uh, it's like, you, you know, you try to compare it to like getting stomped on a toe or something, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It's like a series of events. You also, not only do you, does your testicles hurt, yeah. but you get the worst stomach ache uh-huh. that starts in your taint. Yeah. And moves all the way up to just under your tits, and it's crippling. It's ridiculous. You think you're about to shit your limbic system. You might system. throw up. You might throw up. You might. You you always consider throwing up. You when ever been hitting the, hit the ball so hard you threw up? No. Which is amazing, because I'm also remembering the time when I was 10 playing baseball, and the dude got me right in the junk. Just playing, you know. I would think that catching. or the exercise bike thing would have been the two closest. Well, thank God for cups. Yeah. So the exercise bike was by far the worst. Okay, yeah. Um. And honestly, you know, when you have a cup, ooh, I the the number one is the exercise bike. The number two was when we were playing soccer, and it was my seventh or eighth grade year. Can't remember which, but um, it was against Bellows Falls, I think, someplace with some farm boys, you know. And the moment we got there, not a bunch of great kids. We weren't super nice. We immediately picked one guy out and named him Stumpy, because he was the biggest fucking motherfucker you had ever seen in your life and his legs were tree trunks holy fuck this corn-fed farm boy motherfucker looked like he couldn't have been a day under 18 years old as we were in the seventh grade dude but i swear he was and that dude damned it if i didn't go for a ball once and he didn't full speed with all his might mitch charge me dude and just hit me full on in the testicles with his knee like just like in an action movie where that guy comes across and lands a knee oh it just fucking launches himself from across the way and hits that dude and that dude flies five feet into the wall and breaks it like if there had been a wall there that would have been me but instead i just fucking flew and sat on that field for probably the better part of 10 minutes while they were like i think we can move and i was like i'm just waiting for one of them to come down from my stomach you just gotta give me a second and you feel a little pop and you go, okay, time to go. Because that shit does happen. It's not just a Hank Hill joke. No, oh, no, certainly not. And that was the number two. <laughs> that was the number two time. Oh, dude, it was the worst. I've, oh, God. And so I wonder if I can have kids. That uh, We are. We are the testicular trauma generation. <sighs> I remember, I, I've told this story on the pod, We're just going to start going to sperm banks. And be like, <laughs> they don't know these are blanks. <laughs> 
I'm sure they do. They probably have a way to test. What did you, what were you going to say? <laughs> Some fucking stupid bitch professor at Swarthmore yeah. isn't going to have a child anymore. Says I can't bait into this cup anymore because I keep pushing blanks onto the ladies. <laughs> they say I have very sludgy loads. <laughs> yeah, because you imagine being going to a sperm bank like, this man, he went to be an astronaut. Uh, this man is a professional athlete. Uh, this guy did a failed podcast and loves sitting in his parents' basement. Oh, God. Get the baster. <laughs> This looks like elementary school pace. But listen, have you heard the podcast? He's pretty funny sometimes. You know, seventy five percent of them are garbage. Yeah. But then you know the other. Yeah, the other ones are pretty okay. Uh, no, you won't turn it off immediately. You'll. It's great if you have something else to do and are done the Sopranos. Yeah. If if your dog is lonely, leave this on when you go out. Yeah. Perfect. I'd love that if we were just getting left on. We're the preferred podcast of dogs. Yeah, you come what? back, your dog has tore the place up. Oh, Shoebox! Isn't Shoebox a fun name for a dog? Nonetheless, he pooped everywhere. Yep. Because <sighs> Shoebox is a boy's name. I'm, I'm making that line now. So, so I hope someone spitefully names their female dog Shoebox. Shoebox. <laughs> I want to have that kind of change on the world. <laughs> Reverse psychology. Women can be assholes, too. <laughs> It's a beautiful world. Oh, it's a pretty picture. That's I love that. That's nice. Let's just name the women can be assholes too. Women can be assholes too. New name of the episode. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Changes every five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I um I've told this story on the pod before, but uh-huh. uh when I bruised my vast daffarens, <laughs> couldn't have come at a worse time, literally and figuratively, mm-hmm. because when you have that injury, excruciating to sit, walk, everything. I can't. And imagine. then the doctor goes, Yeah, and um don't don't be touching yourself you can't stop touching yourself and i go yeah well you tried i'm 16 good luck to you you got i i heard you up to there doc yep you had me and listen whatever happens next is on me you're absolved of any well, guilt. it also makes me wonder like even the process if you're like wow that girl's immediately immediately like oh i've made a huge mistake oh but then you're like well we're here Oh, no. And you press onward. And then you make another big mistake. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> and again, it's one of those like, rockets left orbit. We're doing it. Awful. We're doing Just, it. Uh, Blinding pain. Agony. Yeah. I can't imagine what you thought. Like, this will, It's still going to be good. <laughs> this is still going to be a good thing. Well, you think. You're like, well, once uh, I reach the top of the mountain, so to speak, I'm sure that pleasure will overwhelm all the pain. Mm-hmm. Not quite. It was a Hellraiser situation, which pretty much made all of the pleasure into pain. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty... And that's, the pain was just pain. Yeah, I bet it was, man. It was pretty bad. And again, I get why it's 16. You're like, this can only lead to good things. And then you, in your 30s, goes, yeah, you're dumb, kid. Stupid bitch. <laughs> you're fucking dumb. Get ready to learn a lesson. That's, at the time I was, I was like, I will emerge from this triumphant. I just got to do one, and it'll like fix the whole thing i did i really did i'm like it's gonna feel so good that you're not gonna think about the fact that everything's gonna feel feels like you got a hot coal in your taint (laughs) wrong instead you just push the hot coal up Uh, your penis that is so brutal man you're weird so brutal weird goose dick yeah so yeah that's pretty that's that's pretty up there in terms of like the painful awful fuck yeah, I don't ever want to hear having a baby's hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I got punched in the boob once. It sucked. Yeah. I bet it did. Yeah, I bet it did suck. I bet it did hurt. I bet it hurt. I'm not punched ch- anywhere. Well, it's that's not the good. secret. Yeah, that's the secret. Everything fucking hurts. <laughs> ever had your back fat punched? Yeah, not great. Well, you've never been burned by a hot coil. It's like, no, I don't want to either. Like, what is? What are we? What are we comparing? I don't understand. Okay, now this is getting too intense. What is this game? Please what stop. is this game we're playing? Please stop. 
I'm scared. Uh, I'm trying to think of other painful moments. I think that's it, though. I think I covered all of them. Yeah, we've talked a lot about injuries and embarrassments on this <laughs> show. My biggest one being the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. on to anyone who finds this, who Correct. happens to want to hire me. Yes. Uh, I think about that a lot. I'm yeah. like, thank God for the obscure name. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I type my name in, and there are people who have done way better things than me. So that's all you're going to find. I'm a fucking ghost. Like, I've had people who are like, oh, yeah, and then they go and look for me, and they can't find me. Well, the thing is, there's <laughs> an great. actor with my name, and he sets the best screen. Oh. You Google any version of my name, and you're only going to get the actor. Yeah, I feel like mine, I feel like I'm a writer or something somewhere. If I ever need to, like, steal someone's identity. <laughs> now you're an American purveyor of white chocolate. I was for years, technically. Roy was famous on Wikipedia for a hot second. For a while. That thing lasted a lot longer than you expected it to. Because, of course, who was going to fucking go fact check the white chocolate purveyors list on exactly. Wikipedia? Exactly. <laughs> there wasn't was even a hyperlink for that at that point. Nope. What the perfect crime that was. And then hyperlinks started showing up for everybody else, and they realized... No, no, no. Not this yeah. guy. The local moderator, uh, which, first of all, if you're the local moderator of Reddit, just jump off a bridge. Or uh, <laughs> Wikipedia, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, either I mean, Reddit or, too, yeah. actually. Um, yeah. But the local moderator recognized the name and pretty quickly sussed out that it was me and Tanner <laughs> and directly addressed us <laughs> oh, did on he? the platform. Please stop editing this. That's fucking amazing. He was in charge of the Barry Vermont page. And under notable residents, it was like three people like Fred Swan. Uh, f- uh, the the dog that rescued the mayor's son, and then me, and <laughs> Rory Fitzgerald, noted purveyor of white chocolate, American purveyor of white chocolate. That's real great. I'm really glad that that's what we did with our time. Incredible stuff. We would do that and make prank phone calls and do awful shit. Oh man, yeah. The 40 minute prank phone call where I like super had the guy going, and then Dan Robinson laughed blew the whole operation oh yeah i had them eating out of the palm of my hand it was my greatest crime yeah and he fucking guffawed loudly and that the jig was up yeah that was back in the day when you couldn't just fucking find out who was on the other side of the phone now you don't have fun anymore i know it was a real mo sizzlack type situation you get the unknown thing going on but even that only goes so far you know it take, if you don't know who you're talking to, yeah, it takes a lot of the fun out of it. Because mm-hmm. you, can, you can troll or prank uh, some kind of, like, cold call. Well, that's why I answer the scam likely calls a lot. Right, exactly. <laughs> you can troll them, but it's not as sweet as, like... Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is everybody tries to steal my Steam account, which is uh, the Steam platform is what's... It's just like it's like a video game platform, right? Yes. Uh, years ago, there was a game called Half-Life. It was made by a company called Valve. Valve made a platform called Steam. Uh, it's basically one of the biggest used gaming platforms for computer players in the world. Um, and one thing you can do is there's a marketplace where you can buy and sell items that are in games. Like it's a lot of that like game loot controversial crap that people talk about. Um, but a lot of it's like gun skins or random things from like items from various games. And you, there are people who specifically will gamble these things or trade them on third-party sites and accrue thousands and thousands of dollars worth of items. Real valuable shit. Now, I never did any of that, but I played certain games enough and did a little bit of trading where I have like maybe like 100, 200 bucks in items. And people all the time will add me as a friend and send me a message trying to get me to click on some fucking link where they will try to set up a, a seemingly real website to fish my name and password from me. And I talk to those people 
all the time. And it's always the same scam. So sometimes I let them do it. <laughs> and sometimes I just ask them up front. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're looking for an extra teammate for your Counter-Strike tournament? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I am. I'm like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> like, Get the fuck out of here. You're going to send me to your website. I just tell them the whole thing. Or I, I, the thing I keep trying to do is getting one of them to respond to me when I go, can you just tell me if this is successful ever? Can you just tell me why? What I want to know why you're doing it and if it's successful enough, like to where people are like actually falling for this because you're doing it and like 30 other fucking people are doing it right now, like at the same time. I talked to a dude yesterday who tried to do it to me. I want to know, are you guys all together? Do you are do this you, on commission or do you yeah. receive a salary? What's like, the deal? I want to know. And I, like, I, I'm assuming you're like, I don't know, probably in India or the Philippines or the, I, I, I don't know. But maybe you're not. Maybe you're here in the U.S. trying to take care of this. I don't think so because like if you get a big enough account, they'll make you do taxes on it and shit. Uh, so you're somewhere else trying to rip people off. I just want to know how it works past what I already know, which is that you're full of shit. Can we just get there? And nobody lets me get there. No. The newest one is they all try to pose as hot women. They all try to pose as hot girls. A tale as old as time, the honeypot. They put pictures up on their profiles that are like them hanging out, playing games. Like here, And I'm like, no, if you were that hot, you'd have a Twitch platform. <laughs> this is crazy. Are you kidding? Cash at me $5 yeah. to see me naked. Well, they'll spend money trying to make themselves look legitimate because you can do that on the platform. Right. You can spend a certain amount of money to get your profiles, quote, level up in a certain way. And the more levels you have, the more legitimate you may seem because it seems like you spend a lot of time on that account. And it's like, why would you want it banned? Well, right? why haven't we been doing that with this show? What, putting it on Steam? Putting it on Steam <laughs> and... and Leveling like, an account and asking people to join us in our Counter-Strike tournament? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll chuck my... Uh, we're we're going to draw a bad crowd. <laughs> uh, but I'll go ahead and I'll start, uh, I'll start advertising it on Steam. Their money folds as far as I'm concerned. I'll do it. I'll start advertising. We're going to start getting reviews where they call us some names you're not going to like. <laughs> they all start <laughs> with six letters. And you cannot say them in polite society yep. anymore. Yeah. Those will be the... <laughs> Dude, those are going to be the nice things they say. <laughs> These six-letter words, they're funny. <laughs> They've got slurs you've never even heard yeah. of. You, the dark parts of the internet, man, they, they fucking scare me. Ooh, that's a good segue, actually. Uh, Elon Musk just let those people back onto Twitter. He just let those fucking people back on. He let the Q crowd back onto Twitter. All the people that you, that are like the previous administration, uh, kicked off, you know, your Trumps, your, the vaccine makes, uh, you're chipping you and like, uh, you know, all, all the misinformation crowd, all of the Trump won and the liberals are adrenochrome sucking baby molesters. They're back. They're back, baby. Uh, they've all been given, quote, amnesty. Uh, so the thing that's super funny about that and the reason I bring it up is because it's happening around the same time that Elon Musk is taking on Apple. He's taking on Apple Corporation, which is currently worth over two trillion dollars and i hope they fucking crush him for it i'm just watching him all day harass tim cook who's the ceo of apple and apple directly by being like apple they took a bunch of their ad revenue from us like they took a bunch of their advertisement away what's the problem does apple not like freedom of speech isn't it weird that if you want to be on the app store you have to pay a 30 percent commission to them for your sales that doesn't seem very great why aren't they transparent about this what did they? and they just i'm keep... a republican but i don't understand capitalism and then other companies that hate apple started to chime in a little bit and be like we're pissed off because we went in and they told us that we could 
couldn't put these things on the app store. We couldn't put these things in our app. And that really seems like a freedom of speech issue. And I'm like, you don't fucking understand what your freedom of speech entails. And you're a representative of a, of a company. And then Elon Musk eats that shit up because he fuck like, I don't think he's a fucking genius, obviously, but he's not that fucking stupid. He knows what the freedom of, like, he knows what his freedom of speech is. And, uh, you know, here he is sitting, I'd be like, look, man, if they were regulating Twitter before like that, then they'd be regulating you like that. And that's, that was a company decision that they made before to censor these people. And that is not a freedom of speech issue. You do not, like you not having a Twitter does not mean that you die or that your voice disappears, you know? And uh, they're treating it that way. And it's funny because he's poking Apple while he does it, acting like they're on the same level. And it's watching, it's the first instance of watching a billionaire entity attack a trillionaire entity. And I hope the trillionaire entity goes, and just squashes him out because all I want to see in the next couple of days is the announcement that Twitter was removed from the Apple store. Oh, oh my God. I'd be so happy. Maybe, maybe they will. You know, that's what I want to uh, see. But the thing is, Elon Musk is a carny. He's like Trump or Milo Yiannopoulos yeah. or Kanye West at this point. He's just a fucking carny. I saw a picture of Kanye West and Milo, Kanye West and a Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos on a plane together. Poor sweet Kanye. He's also hanging out with Trump and Nick Fuentes. It's weird, dude, to watch his like his cataclysmic fall from grace. Like, don't get me wrong, he's been a dick for years. I think people started. No, it's probably before that. I look at the part where I go, "Wow, Kanye West is fucking crazy." Was when he ripped the mic out of Taylor Swift's hand so he could fucking. Talk. I I uh I I was like holy shit man it's fucking I thought that was planned for a second and then when I realized it wasn't I was like man that guy needs to get some help That's the thing is I, the the first one for me was when Katrina happened and he and Mike Myers were hosting one of the relief segments Yes and apropos of nothing Kanye West just goes George Bush doesn't care about black people. And you just watch Mike Myers' face. And I was expecting it to be like, live from New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, Saturday night. Okay, then. You just see Mike Myers' face and you're, you're waiting for like the Curb Your Enthusiasm tubas and they just don't come. Nope. And I was like, oh, this guy's for real. Yeah, he just totally shanghai that fucking moment. My God. And we remember it to this day, and now he's mm -hmm. Black Hitler, and it's just very weird. It's weird to see him just, like, burst out. And it, here's the thing that I have the question of is, like, is this all um, the consequence of Kim Kardashian leaving him and him losing his, like, relationship with his family? Or has this been Kanye for years, and that's what precipitated his like his of Kim breakup. The the thing that fucked him up more than anything was his mom dying. Yeah. His mom was like his rock. That's, that's his who he source, named his, his school after, right? Yeah, and that's who he named two albums after Donda. Donda. Yeah. Um I mean there's a bunch of shit associated with him called, named Donda after her. Yeah. He loved his mom and I totally get mm -hmm. that. And I, it, it's I think really was the turning point when he got all fucked up because the Kardashian yeah. stuff came subsequent to that. You're not thinking straight. The person that you run all of the major decisions in your life by the only person you can really trust your mom and she's gone to something horrendous like botched liposuction or something like that. 
She had, like botched plastic surgery. I can see if he had that perspective, then yeah, that that fucks him up. And it was it was wasn't it surgery that he paid for? Yo, like, yeah, yeah. So it just it's like Batman and his parents. Like he j- it just like fucked him up, and mm-hmm. now your confidant, your rock is gone. And it's just she's you. not going to tell you. Don't get involved with that weird family of plastic skank ding dongs. Well, and it's probably even more fucked up that that's who he went to was Kim Kardashian and. Like I don't like I'm, I wasn't there for it. I didn't know sure. what happened, and I probably wouldn't have stayed with him either. But his his perspective on the other end is that she wasn't there for him. That's the perspective he's gonna have. I'm not talking about reality. I'm talking about that's what he's gonna go with. You know, so that's gonna fuck him up. That even Kim more. wasn't there for him. Yeah, I think that that she abandoned him. See, and I I legitimately believe and from then what fuck I've Pete seen, Davidson. <laughs> not great. I think for a while she did try. I think she did too. In spite of herself. I think 100%. I think that was also like leaked to the media and all that shit. Well, it was strategic, but at the same time, I think, I I mean, she could have divorced him at at the first sign of trouble. Sure. And didn't. Sure. I'm saying that for the sake of, you know, for the sake of everything that she did try, but I think it's, that's not the perspective he probably has. Also, hot take. Do you really want Kanye to be able to see his kids at this point? No. He's Black Hitler. No, I wouldn't. He threatened to abort them. Well, it's that, and it's also, like, he clearly, like, if your response to someone else dating your ex is to make a music video about murdering that person and, like, parading their body around and shit, like, what I can't remember exactly what he did. I think it was his head. Um it's the horse head in the bed, but it's Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah. I, I would go ahead and say there's not a healthy way to process that, I would say, you know. Well, it's Pete- also weird for me. I'm like, I've never felt like that about anybody before. <laughs> <laughs> that is fucking crazy, man. Uh, I, I think it's just he's he's un- – like I asked Jeff when we covered Donda on my other podcast. Uh, I was like, there's three faces of Kanye, right? The genius, the asshole, and the the bipolar individual. Yeah. What do you think he is? And I think Jeff said, I think he's a misdiagnosed schizophrenic. I think he's an. <laughs> I think he's a swell guy. Uh, I think Jeff went with asshole and mentally ill. And I think he's right. I think it's all three. I think he is a rap genius. He did some incredible stuff. Yeah. But he's an asshole, and he's mentally ill, and the mental illness doesn't strengthen the genius and it doesn't absolve him of being an asshole i don't think i think he knows what he's doing i think it's a misnomer to think that brilliant people are nice you know i think you want them to be nice some probably are i'm sure some probably are sure it's not like i love frank zappa he was brilliant he was definitely a dick he was an asshole yeah exactly and you know i feel like it's hard for someone like kanye because he was brilliant he did have famous people from a young age going this dude's changing the game. And he worked his ass off. And he worked his ass off. He was the work all about it. But he was also, the whole time, the whole time, he was mentally ill. And the structure that he was in and the world that we, he was in was not going to sit there and look at him and go, yeah, you need to change. They right. were sitting there going, you're a fucking genius. You just came up with some shit that everyone else is mouth agape looking at going I, f- I can't even fucking believe this dude is making stuff this good and that's the environment that he got and uh didn't ever have to fucking deal with it until it got to where it is now it just all spiraled completely out of control and all these influences again they used to got filtered through donda uh-huh. and now i name drop like i knew her my old pal donda yep we loved parcheesi 
We love gelato. We loved getting fucked up and going bowling. I remember when she was hanging out looking at Kanye going, Kanye, I hope one day you make a music player that drops out the various parts of your album and you name it after me and charge an exuberant amount of money for it. And then they hugged. I'll honor your memory, Mom. Yeah. I'll make this so unaffordable for all of my fans. <laughs> I think it's a brilliant concept. If you don't know, like that's what it does. It's like a little music player that has his album on it. And at any point, you can just take a part and pull it out. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, it looks like a little birth control clamshell. Yeah. It's the ugliest fucking thing. But yeah, it is kind of a fun toy. It's a cool concept. It's not worth what he's charging for. Absolutely it. not. If it was, if it, if he went to me and went, I'm so smart that this will do this for all music. I'd go, Kanye West just changed the fucking game again. And I would buy that thing. Because anybody in the world who gives a shit in any way about, like, if you've ever been like, I would love to be able to take this part. And put it in something else. And someone hands you a piece of equipment like that, that's that inexpensive, and goes, now you can? Think about the games you can play with a toy like that. I want that shit right now. Hours and hours and hours. I would have so much fun with something like that. Um, But no, it's just for his thing, which is still cool, but, you know, not something I'm going to (laughs) buy. Yeah, it has a limited usage. Yeah. And a limited appeal, because I didn't like that album. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. (laughs) Pete Davidson, you old fucking butthole eyes. What a wild... Dude, Pete Davidson falls up, that man. Good for him. He's dating, what's her name now? Ratajkowski. Ratatouille. Emily Ratatouille. I I think that's a publicity thing, maybe. But it also could be Emily Ratajkowski being like, I just got out of a bad breakup and I'm looking for penis rebounds yeah looking for a rebound think he seems to be the rebound king so good for him but he, he looks like he stinks like cat litter i bet you he smells just fine because he's rich i bet you he used to stink i bet you what he smells like is weed is what he smells I like i think he doesn't <laughs> i bet he's not a great wiper <laughs> he doesn't have the look of a five-star wiper i don't know, a blue chip wiper. Maybe. I mean, that's a that's a that's an interesting. I don't know. I bet Pete Davidson's ass smells. He just looks like he stinks, and I've he confirmed this with my mom, sister, and girlfriend. Of course, but to be fair, like, those are also the opinions of people who are somebody. If Pete Davidson had better abs and a nicer face, they'd be like, he looks fine. I don't understand what the problem is. He's got all them same. T- if he didn't have Mars attacks on his chest. Like- well, and to be fair, my sister was one of the people that's like, yeah, I don't get Pete Davidson, but I love Machine Gun Kelly. Exactly. And I was like, ah, I see there's a yes. spectrum. And I, Machine Gun Kelly looks like the kind of guy who, when he talks to you, you can taste the air a little bit. <laughs> like there's a fine. It's like sucking on a penny. Yeah, there's like fine film around him. Like you shake his hand and now you've got gristle on your hand kind of thing. He's not clammy, but now you're clammy. That seems like Machine Gun Kelly. It's not an excitement thing. I'm not trying to say that's why. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like he smells like Megan Fox. Yeah. I look at him and go, I don't even, you look like you use some sort of crystal <laughs> to, to, as deodorant. I don't. I don't even know, man. Yeah, I think he shakes up a Beck's beer and yeah. shoots the foam under his armpits and is like, good <laughs> enough for today. Yeah. This will get me through a couple of... They're going to fuck me anyways. I'm going to go do a show. Yep. So Just that's, sweating Adderall and yeah. Taco Bell. And I was going to say, you can hate Pete... I mean, we can hate Pete Davidson all we want, or we can be confused by it, but he's dated... who? So he's, it's Kim Kardashian, Ariana Grande, Emily Ratajkowski. Emily Ratatouille. And did he date Kate, Kate Beckinsale? Kate Beckinsale. There's probably one or two others. Yeah. I'm sure there's people lined up being like, I, their agents are like, listen, your career's in the shitter. Yeah. Your last movie was a flop. Anne Hathaway, you're going to have to start fucking Pete Davidson. you got to break up I with know. your husband, and you got to bang Davidson. Okay, I know. I'm going to be terrified if in the next couple of months, 
that happens where Anne Hathaway divorces her husband and suddenly ends up with Pete Davidson. I'm like, oh my God, don't stop talking. Oh stop God, the uh, uh, don't hook uh, up with Anna Kendrick. Uh, oh, geez. oh no, he's doing it. Don't you do it. I'm not going to end up in Hollywood with millions of dollars. Oh geez. Oh, I'm worse off. It doesn't work with me. It's like that line in um, dogma where it's like, guys like us don't just fall out of the sky. Yeah. Chris Rock comes down and Jay just takes a beat and looks up and goes, beautiful, big titted women. Don't just fall, fall out, out of the, the sky. sky. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> Wasted it. Um, I like as as terrible as Dogma is. I really enjoy that movie. It, dogma has a charm. Dogma has a charm in it's the sense that it's very bad, but it is it's a very charm. bad because it's just long monologues. The whole movie is just long-winded monologues. That's the frustrating I, thing about Kevin Smith is like Clerks is a messy movie, but it's not something that had been like super explored up to that point. And it was very relatable, and it hit at a time, and it's still like a great example of indie film. Then he made Mallrats, which is fucking garbage, but it's a nostalgia thing for a lot of people. Sure. I like it. And then you get Chasing Amy, which is a legitimately good movie. Uh He did a really good job with that. And then Dogma, and it's just all fucking downhill starting (laughs) with Dogma. Yep. Unbelievable. Now he's making, he wants to do Jaws, but he wants it to be a moose. He's going to call it, you guessed it, Moose Jaws. Moose Jaws. (laughs) What? Well, uh, it's a real. That's a shoot. I'm yeah. not. Oh, I know. I know. Well, he did Tusk, so I know he's. I know he's. You're, you're serious when you say those. What's things. funny is the Tusk from the end of Tusk is going to fight the moose in Moose Jaws. So he's, he said that he's going to have Justin Long, Long the walrus he's, boy. He's going to have Justin Long come back as a walrus boy to <laughs> to fight the moose. Yes. At the end of Moose Jaws. Yes. The moose is going to eat Silent Bob. He's yeah. just. He's given away like all the all plot of the points. Plot to points it. Yeah. Because he just gets high and starts writing. Well, yeah. Well, dude. And that's the thing. Like, I I credit him because, I mean, first off, he gets shit done. And I don't mind the things he has to say in a lot of the things that he writes. I just wish that he did it in an interesting way that was more back and forth rather than us waiting as the camera pans to a character waxing poetic as they walk with a Slurpee, you know? Like that's a lot of it. Oh, it's them standing in line waiting at, at you know, at a, I mean, what is it? Movies? Uh, yeah, movies is the franchise. You know? And the they're sitting place. there talking about some long-winded fucking thing. And you might get a couple of interjections from a character. Oh, but what about the thing? Character is usually played by Jason Lee. Yep. On and on and on and on. Someone goes, hey, that's fucking gross. This is exactly what I'm talking about. On and 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 on. Says something else. Justifies exactly what he says. Somebody says a question to him. Finishes his thought. Scene. Might end with the other person saying something like, I don't know. It sounds like you need some fucking help, or that was really disgusting, or you know, blah blah, or saying that they had their perspective changed because that was what he was really trying to do was change your perspective about something fucking weird. Right. It's usually one of these characters that, like, there's a, a schlubby, sad main character, and then there's his more, like, acerbic, worldly friend who lives in his mom's basement. Yeah. And will loudly tell his friend to go out and get a venereal disease because he'll learn some kind of life lesson from it. That's at least what I tell myself when I got chlamydia from a parrot. I feel like it's there's him. a Kevin Smith movie for you. It's like him having long conversations with, what's, uh, is it Jason Muse? What's Jason his- Muse is Jay. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like him having conversations probably that they had and then him throwing those into characters in his movies. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, Clerks is totally based on his life. And I think from there, he's like, well, I made one movie that was successful based on the fact that it was about me. Well, and it's so I guess I'll do that in all of them. You know, what's funny about him? And that's what reminds me of that is that Clerks, he spent 
every dime he had and pushed his credit to the max. Maxed out a bunch of credit cards. So that he could make that movie and nobody gave a shit until one man, one brave, brilliant, beautiful man was in that theater at the last showing and said, I want to make this movie. I want to I want to sell this or whatever you say at that point. Cause it's already made. Yeah, I want to distribute this. And what was the name of that charitable, kind man? Do you know? That beautiful, that beautiful hygienic, figure. sturdy angel. Yes. Can I say his name? I believe you can. Mr. Harvey Weinstein, Why, that is ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely correct. Harvey Weinstein is who gave him his start in Hollywood. That's exactly who did it. We can thank his entire career to Harvey Weinstein. Because if Harvey Weinstein hadn't seen that film and given him his first deal, then he would have had to go back and pay off his credit and probably would have never done it again. He would have just killed himself to avoid doing it. Yeah, that's maybe. what I would do. That's the spirit. That's beautiful. You know? I mean, hey, that's smart. I didn't think about that. <laughs> Can't get blood from a stone, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So that's uh, that's that's where that all came from. Yeah, it yeah. was it was a guy, they entered it in some film festival that a producer happened to see and he was like, oh, this is like this obviously a 60 year old man. He's like, this is hip. Yeah, this is this clearly will. Speak I don't to get a generation. it. Generation. But somebody will. I exactly. I don't get it. But somebody will. I can see that there's something in here. So he was able to help them get it to Sundance, which is where old Harvey Weisenstein yeah. saw it. And the rest is history. He distributed it. And then we eventually got cop out with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan. Wait, cop out was him? Kevin Smith? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's awful. It's the worst fucking pirate shit ever. And then we eventually got to Yoga Hosers. Then we eventually got to his anthology film, Kilroy Was Here, starring Chris Jericho, which was filmed entirely using for the crew students from Full Sail University. They basically made the movie for credit. Oh, that's... For Kevin Smith. And he... Here's the kicker, Roy. He (laughs) distributed the film as an NFT. What an asshole. <laughs> Dude. It's so the it, best. it went from being worth a lot of money to losing 90% of its value is what you're telling me. Dude, he was heralded as part of a new generation in independent filmmakers. Richard Linklater, Kevin Smith, Quentin Tarantino, Paul Thomas Anderson, Spike Lee, Jim Jarmusch, this entire generation. And he made crap. <laughs> he, made, he made a movie with Chris Jericho that's an NFT. Ah, uh, that's so disappointing. Damn. That's so sad. 24-year-old Kevin Smith would kick 56-year-old Kevin Smith's fucking fat ass. Well, for sure. Didn't he have a wicked bad heart attack? <laughs> he had the Widowmaker, dude. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. nuts. Yeah, he had a bad one. Um, Poor guy. <laughs> Yeah, he was a he was a hefty fella for a while. I mean, I'll give him credit though because he did whatever the fuck he wanted, and people still see his shit. He's got a whole like he's got a Tarantino esque following. Before Tarantino really was like you know I feel like Tarantino shit doesn't stink now. I feel like everybody loves him, um, but he he kind of had that crew of people who was just all about what is he called the skew universe? Is that the view a skew universe? The view yep. skew universe? Yeah. Um, who love it? Who love the whole fucking thing? You know, I personally think that uh, he never should have made Jane Silent Bob two, whatever it was. But the reboot, uh, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. I think there was some nice moments in it that tied some bows for people. Sure, you know, which is cool. Uh, other than that, it's it's really that's all it is. It wasn't a movie for anyone else who who wasn't already in the universe. So, in that sense, it's not a good movie. 
you know? Well, it's just well, like, I mean, he, I guess it can he be, made but. Clerks 3, and you can't just drop people into Clerks 3 if they haven't seen Clerks 2, if they haven't seen Clerks 1. Sure. So he's making these movies that really are inside baseball. Sure. And they're not good. I haven't seen Clerks 3. I'd, I need to. I, I love Clerks, Clerks and I have a soft spot for Clerks 2. Sure. There's a Clerks 2. Um, it is wildly imperfect. And, and Yeah, I just. Almost shitty. For me, it just feels like such a like an extra beat to Clerks 1. Like there's plot points you need, sure, especially if you want to watch Clerks three, um, but I I don't know. There was nothing. Like I'm trying to think right now of my favorite part of Clerks two, and I don't really know what to say. I I would not have made Clerks two in his position because sure. the irony is he wanted to flirt with Rosario Dawson. Basically, he wanted to the scene where they dance on the rooftop and she has no bra on. To A B C one two three. You can't hide those things, Rosario. Kevin Smith won't let you. Nope. Um, <laughs> God bless you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> it's cold that day on the roof in Philadelphia. I I wouldn't have made it. And the irony is, he was one of the people that was asked to write a sequel to Beetlejuice. Really? Called Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian, and that's a shoot. And he turned it down on the grounds. He was like, "Didn't we say everything we needed to say in the first Beetlejuice? Must we go tropical?" And that is my question to him. Didn't we say everything we needed to say in sure. Clerks? Well, it makes me wonder if there's something in Clerks Three where he's like, "I had to write Clerks Two. You know what I mean? It's, it's extremely autobiographical. It's I'll, like, I'll spoil a little bit for you. Um, Randall has a heart attack uh-huh. and decides to make a movie about his life working in the convenience store. <sighs> Fuck's sake. I don't want to yeah. do this meta crap. They're going to just do a bunch of meta bullshit. Oh, sure. Saying. I have to see it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Let's fun. watch it. We'll give a review on here. Sure. Because I'm sure the people have loved Kevin Smith Hour. Yeah. Who even if they know what we're talking about. Oh, they know. They they listen to us. They know who we're talking about. And if you don't, you've got some movies to watch. Um, get ready because 75% of them, much like this podcast, Kindred Spirits with Kevin Smith, 75% crap, 25%, you won't turn absolute, it off immediately. Absolute gem. Yeah. Yeah, it's really funny. You know, Roy just goes on these really long rants and, like, you know, they kind of have a point but kind of don't. And it's like, what's what are you doing? <laughs> it's like post ironic, I think, or, or it's totally serious. And I kind of don't know which one's worse. <laughs> Keep guessing every week. Yeah. Well, before we go, unless you have anything else you really want to get in here. No, I think I got a little bit of everything. Child trauma uh, with ball torture as well as animals. Animals, ball torture, uh, Kevin Smith. Weekly said something shitty about Elon Musk. Uh, oh, we're coming for you, Jeff. Oh. We're fucking coming for you uh, in uh, 30 weeks of Jeff. 30 days of Jeff. Jeff has to share his Twitter account with Alex Jones. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, Jeff's tatting gum. So that's exciting. Uh, so other than that, no. Okay. What do you got? Well, I'm, I'm thinking to take us out. I've been eyeing these all episode. What the fuck is that you've got in your hand? This is Le Maison d'Amorine. Que de celte. Noir. Un coup tendre de caramel à salé. Le salé du en robe de fiche. I don't like dark chocolate. This is entirely in French. This will not tell you what is in this. Every single part of this is in French. Can I see this? Uh, the it? same thing with Le Florentine Amarine, Chocolat Noir, Écorce d'Orange. Oh, so it's like chocolate and caramel. This is Florentine's dark chocolate and orange peels. I don't know what kind of sweet treat that's supposed Eight. to be. Bisson. Uh, caramel cream, sugar, fresh cream, butter, milk, glucose, sea salt. 70% dark chocolate is what this is. And you is. don't like dark chocolate. I 
don't love dark chocolate. Do I'm also not want... crazy with caramel, but what do you got there? Do you want the one with the orange peels in it? Fuck that. I'll take this paint over that. All right, I'm going to try the orange this peel. This one, one has two in it, so you can have two of them. Oh, sweet. Okay. Does that have oh, two? Oh, this has two. <laughs> Look at you. You right. piece of shit. Hold on. First off, ready? Oh, it's a nice there it is. Hold on. Just gotta... Okay. Ripping the bag now. He's ripping the bag. I'm trying to do it in a different way of opening this than you are, where you set your microphone down like a jag. Are you going to eat one? I don't want an orange peel one. Are you fucking... You don't? I, I, I'll do it for the sake of this stupid podcast. Yeah, you just do your you do yours, and we'll see how it goes. I have a feeling I'll like yours. Oh, this, well, we'll hear. Big time toss-up. We'll, I'll give you one of these. Okay, take that one. Oh, God, this thing looks... Is this... I, I thought it was in something. No, <laughs> like, it's a little... Like you have to shed this outer layer of something. Then I realize that's the chocolate. It's this like... It does look like you ripped the back off a turtle. Yes, it's like little dehydrated flecks of what is this, orange? It's supposed to be orange peel. And then there's something else in there, too. See, this is my problem. The French, what are you doing putting fruit in your chocolate? What are you doing? Well, I like a nice, like, the, with the whack and unwrap oranges. Uh, see, I don't like orange that creamy chocolate. chocolate with the hint of orange. Is very I don't, good. I don't like that. It's like the same thing. Like you get Tostitos with lime. Fuck that. I don't want a oh, hint of lime. See, I like the hint of lime. I don't like the lime. I don't want fruit. I like the suggestion I would, of if lime. I'm gonna have fruit. I'll eat a fucking apple, <laughs> or I'll have some candy flavored like apple. <laughs> <laughs> have an apple Jolly Rancher. You yeah. fuck. Yeah. Get some culture. Which one of these we want to try first? We're, the try, we're, one? we're going with the orange peel one first. We've described it the most. Okay. All right. Ready. Ready. We're we doing the whole thing, or we just—I'm just gonna take a bite. All right, take a bite. Ready? Oh, oh, that was unpleasant. Well, it's sticky as fuck. Oh, oh, that was awful. Oh my god, it's like napalm on your teeth. Oh, fucking. The dark chocolate is overpowering. You can eventually. I almost forgot I was eating an orange peel. What the fuck is this? Uh, I it tried to kill me on the way down. <laughs> uh, honestly, the dark chocolate's the worst part about it. What the fuck is this? That was tough. That was like trying to eat the squid live, whatever they call that. <laughs> Go try the other one now. Please don't eat me. Uh, yeah. All right. This is the dark chocolate caramel something. All right, ready? Mmm. Nice and soft. Much softer than the other one. Mmm. A little salty. Nice creamy texture. Mm. I actually rather like this one. Yeah, it's okay. The caramel's got a little bit of a toffee. Mm-hmm. Heavy so forward. This is the kind of thing I would never search out on my own. But since it's been given to me for free, I shall eat it. <laughs> yes, correct. Like, that's what this is. It's a correct response. There's always so many candies like that. That I'm just like, why? Look, you could buy something that, like, uh, I don't know. Did I give myself the Schittler with chocolate, by the way? No, you're fine. Okay. I just found a piece, found a piece of my upper lip. Yeah. No, you're fine. This is um pretty uh pretty average. Okay. When someone hands you a, a box of chocolate things in French writing, you expect to go, oh, man, this fucking thing right here, this is... This is next level stuff. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I, I, I think they're probably French Canadian, which explains why they're uh, shitty. <laughs> it's it awfully granular, you know. <laughs> if they came from France, France, I'm sure they'd be delightful. Mm. No, you're right. These were these were brought down here 
with He's a cut off. Sent as a warning. He <laughs> <laughs> was brought down by some fucking trucker who stopped through Kennebunkport to poke a prostitute. Yeah, he smuggled some fentanyl mm-hmm. in the box. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I'm going back to the orange one. I gotta tell you, after you've had the good one. This one's that much worse. I'm not finishing either of these. <laughs> I'm not doing it. These are unpleasant. <laughs> I tell you what. Help me. Still better than Tootsie Rolls. Still better than Tootsie Rolls. Still better than a Tootsie Roll. I'm dying over here. Oh, my God. Ugh. Maybe if I eat some of this salt and pepper, it'll help. <laughs> Just shake that pepper in here. That's why we need video. If we were on video, I absolutely would do that. Yeah. Why not? We can work on that. We can work on it. We always say we're going to. We probably won't. But we can work on that. Can I point something else out? I'm sure people have tuned out at this point. So this is mostly for you and me. Yeah. We're going to hit 200 episodes soon. Like how many? Uh, There's 10 after this, and then it'll be 200. This is 190. Wow. We're going to do something special. I think we should kill ourselves at the 200th episode. Ooh, that's so fun. I like that idea. Pretty festive. We put on nice suits. Right? We're smoking stogies. We're eating Skittles. We go back to the original song, the OG song. Mm-hmm. Fuck monetization. <laughs> we go back to the closet in Texas. Ooh, yeah. If Who are these people? Living there, we do the strangers on them. Ooh, that's nice. Why are you doing this? Because we need home. your closet. Because yeah, we need your closet. I think that's, we go back to where it all began, and we crank the AC down, and we do it at like two in the afternoon in Texas in the summer. Yeah. Throw the blankets up. We'll have to do some kind of live stream simulcast so that people will be able to hear it, though. Because yes. if we don't, it's just going to sit on that hard drive. Those stupid people that we've murdered, like, the police aren't going to know what to yeah, do Yeah, that, that goes into evidence yeah. at that point. So, come on. we got to be realistic about this. A live cast will do. Yeah, we'll live stream <laughs> the whole thing on Twitch. We get there. They don't have Wi-Fi. That's such bullshit. Fuck. They're Mennonites. <laughs> Why are they living in the suburbs? It's all very confusing. We get back. The house is just boarded up. <laughs> A piece of Skylab fell on it. <laughs> it's just a crater. Well, that's fitting. It's a Chick-fil-A now. And we'll do it in the shitter of this Chick-fil-A. We're not proud. Sure. Why not? We're doing it under the blue lights so that we couldn't do heroin in here. That's right. Blue lights. So you can't do heroin. Is that a thing for Chick-fil-A? Uh-huh. Well, it's not Chick-fil-A, but there are certain fast food restaurants that will put blue lights in their, uh, in their, their shitters because so many people go in there to do heroin, and with a blue light, you can't find a vein. So... That's what they'll do to keep people from shooting up. But what I say to you is I go, most of those junkies have like one spot probably that's kind of like blackened. They'll be able to find it. Well, Let's I'm sure grow they up. can feel it if they squish around their little yeah. antecubital, which is the yeah. other side of your elbow, you the, dum-dums. The point being it deters some people from doing it inside when they can just go fuck it and just do it outside in some woods somewhere. Yeah. Do it right outside the Chick-fil-A. Stare them in the eye while you do it. <laughs> that's nice. That's a beautiful thought. This is on you, Rhonda. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, that's a good thought to end it on, right? That's pretty good. Yeah. A little Chick-fil-A heroin suicide. Never hurt nobody. Just remember, next time you're in a fast food bathroom, for whatever reason you're in a fast food bathroom, you unlucky bastard, if you see blue lights, laugh and go, huh, local heroin problem. Nice. And then take your poops. Oh, shit, I have to take my insulin and it's just blue light. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, so won't that be fun? It's something to look forward to. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? You know I do not. Well, I surely had a feeling. So until next time, thank you. Go fuck yourselves. And goodbye now.